welcome back to Fleeky Foods and Friends, my podcast. I'm Liz. I run the Instagram account Fleeky Foods, and I am back from my brief break of recording Fleeky Foods and Friends episodes. And I have a very exciting guest today, my future roommate, Ella Prado. She and I both go to UW-Madison, and she has PCOS and celiac, so we bond over all the gluten-free goodies that we both have in our apartments. (laughs) And yes, so today we're going to be talking about her journey with both of these illnesses and just kind of hearing from her perspective how what it's like living with it um, and kind of how she got diagnosed and everything like that. But before we get into the episode, please remember to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. The link is in my Instagram bio or if you are listening on Apple, you can do it right there. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. So thank you, Ella, for coming on. <laughs> yeah, um, taking a brief me. break from our eight-hour uh, Glee marathon. Yes. What else is new? Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Ella and I, a little background, are in the same sorority here. Yeah. And we're both from the suburbs of Chicago. So you can really tell my Chicago accent from that. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> but today we are not talking about our beautiful friendship. <laughs> as much as we could. As much as we could in the brief time that we've <laughs> known each other, but spent every second together. Um, and so today we are going to be talking about PCOS and celiac. Yes. So I'm gluten-free. I'm not celiac, but I yes. am gluten-free. Yes. But you are celiac. I am celiac. So let's start. Let's start with celiac. Okay. Obviously, they're two different, two different germs. Yeah. But they actually, kind of relate. Yes. But yes. Yes. Okay. Actually, let's go back to the beginning. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. What's your major? It's like Rush. a lot. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I'm Ella. <laughs> My major is elementary education. I want to be a second grade or somewhere around that grade teacher. Um. Yeah, you basically suburbs of Chicago, <laughs> UW Madison. What do you like to do for fun? Hang with you, Liz. I know, honestly, <laughs> good. That was the only right answer. Okay, so when were you diagnosed with celiac, and kind of what? How did that come to be? So my grandma has it, and it's a genetic um, disease. And my sister, my older sister, she's five years older than me. She was starting to lose a lot of weight and just had like a lot of symptoms and because my mom knew about it because my grandma had it, um, she was asking the doctors like, can we get tested? And the doctors were like, no, no, like we don't need to, whatever. And it got to the point where my mom was like, no, like test her for celiac Mm -hmm. and it obviously came back um, that she had it. The numbers came back that she did. And so then once... She got it. Me and my other sister had to get tested every two years, I believe. It's a blood test. Mm -hmm. And then one summer going into fifth grade. So how old is that? Going into fifth grade. 11, 10, maybe. I don't know. But summer going into fifth grade was one of the times that I just routinely got a blood test. And um, my numbers, like, just came back over it. And Mm -hmm. obviously they grow over yeah. the years but like it was just right when because I wasn't experiencing any symptoms mm-hmm. or anything and um because of my numbers like I didn't have to do a biopsy because of my family history mm-hmm. of it I didn't have to um versus like my sister did 
But my numbers came back just positive, and I remember, like, running around the house being like, oh, my God, my world's ending. <laughs> but we were going to Europe, mm-hmm. and I was just, I was mostly upset about that, because yeah. I couldn't eat gluten, mm-hmm. like, in Europe. Like, that's, yeah. you know, like, I was like, I, mean, I want to eat that is Europe. Paris, Yeah, exactly. You know? The pasta So my mom's pizza. like, okay, let's not start your gluten-free diet mm-hmm. until after we get home. Yeah. And then I remember I was at a sleepover, and then that morning I had... A bagel and that was my last piece of gluten I've had. I remember that that was like such because I waited I visited actually Vanderbilt mm-hmm. like the weekend after I found out I had Lyme. Oh yeah. And so I was like okay I'll start the diet then and I remember I ate chocolate chip pancakes at this like downtown little brunch place and I was like this is my last This is it. This is it. Well, it also is funny because I always say a bagel with strawberry cream cheese mm. is what I miss the most yeah. and I always am like I swear it's because it's the last thing I yeah. eat that was gluten. You could absolutely eat one of those now. But like gluten free. Oh yeah, but they just don't taste the same. You think I do so? have bagel. Oh my god, no. Especially when you don't have another option. Okay. Like everyone I feel like are like oh, gluten-free pretzels are so good, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're like, yeah, they're good, yeah. but when you don't have another option, it feels like, it, like... it kind of dampers the taste a little okay. bit. And I don't know, everything that's gluten-free is like, it's not the same texture and everything. But That's so crazy. Like, I feel like I can't really tell a difference. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that's because of just, like, how, like, new you are with it. That's I mean, what you're I was... not new, yeah. but... But wouldn't you think that, like, if I was newer, it would taste more, like, I would be able to taste it yeah. more differently? Yeah, yeah. Weird. I would. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say weird. we should do like a taste test, but then I realized but that then, we wouldn't like, be able to I eat literally the other one. be on the floor dying. So maybe I'm so. not. I always say on my deathbed, I'm going to eat a bunch of gluten. Like, I, I'm going to have That would be such a painful way to die. I mean, I'm already dying. <laughs> also, side mouth. note, I'd like to acknowledge the fact that Ella is right now wearing a Fleeky Foods. Yes. And I, she won't let me steal it from her, too. Absolutely which is Absolutely not. Her. Absolutely not. I okay. need one. So, is your mom gluten-free or your sister's no. gluten-free? No, so it's my dad's side of the family and my grandma's okay. my dad's Got side. It. My mom swears that one of her grandparents had it mm-hmm. now just knowing more about it um, yeah. and then like complaining about like whatever their health mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, or one of her grandparents, not one of mine. Yeah. Um, but my, so my, my grandma on my dad's side has it. My dad doesn't have it, but he, like, is on, like, a low-carb type thing. It doesn't upset his stomach, but it won't surprise me if he does have it or does one day have Mm -hmm. it. I'm sure he'd know if he already has it, like, from the blood sample. Yeah. My oldest sister has it. My middle sister does not, and then I have it. Okay. But my middle sister got the option to test for the gene Mm -hmm. or not, and she doesn't even have the gene, so she'll never develop it. That's super nice super bitter but yeah, I bet. no yeah so like she she doesn't eat then because she doesn't have the gene she doesn't have to do the two-year yeah that's blood super test. nice yeah yeah to not have to like worry about mm-hmm. it um and so what are the chances do you know like of your kids having it then I don't I don't know like percentage mm-hmm. wise but like it doesn't it definitely is a genetic thing yeah it isn't for some people obviously too but mm-hmm. like I they very easily could not and then, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say 50-50, mm-hmm. obviously, but, like, because I have no idea. But. Yeah. And then, also, can you develop celiac over time? Because I'm, like, convinced that if I had gluten, like, now, since I haven't had it in so long, like, do you think you can develop it from not having gluten for so long? Not celiac. Because that's, like, yeah. that's a... The technically, gene. it's, like, a disease. Okay. 
it's like an autoimmune yeah. disease. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I always had the gene yeah. for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my numbers just became high enough. But, like, the same way if you cut anything out of your diet, yeah. the second you have it, you're, you probably have similar reactions to mm-hmm. in the way that I yeah. do. You know, because you just have cut it out of your diet for, what, two years? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, nah, it wouldn't be celiac. It no. would just be like... No, because then the point of, like, celiac is, like... It shuts, not doesn't mm-hmm. shut down, but it your auto, tampers your immune with system. your immune system. Yeah, your immune yeah. system. There's like more scientific yeah. reasoning. So it's kind it. of like, how closely would you relate it to like a peanut allergy? Oh, I completely different. Because I mean, yes, you can't eat it. Yeah. But my their reaction is like, can't like whatever yeah. it is. Mine is like I get sick, mm-hmm. and okay, I shouldn't say completely different. Because I thought I mean, they're both, yeah. is an allergy, mm-hmm. and I do have a reaction to it. But the reactions are just different. My reaction lasts, depending on if I, how much I accidentally had mm-hmm. of it. It could be like an hour, or it could be like 30 minutes, and yeah. then I'm completely fine. Mm-hmm. And it's more just like, I need to get everything out of my system, so I'm like yeah. physically getting sick a mm-hmm. lot. And like, there's no reason for me to be rushed to the hospital or yeah. anything like that. It's not... It's my auto, like, it's Mm -hmm. my immune system not absorbing all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's not, yeah, it's, like, it's Mm -hmm. different. It's similar. It's an allergy, but at the end of the day, it's, like, a disease. Yeah. It's similar in the way that, like, there's different, like, spectrums of it. Yeah. Because, like, some people can die if they have gluten, right? I I haven't, I don't know anyone, Mm -hmm. but I do know people who would have to, like, be rushed to the hospital. Because it also does, like, cause pain and everything. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't treat... A gluten reaction the same way. Yeah, you wouldn't treat like an EpiPen. No, 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 no. And they that's what makes that, them different. No, I want them to develop a pill. Oh, they're like working lactase. on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be, be very awesome. nice. Um. So, how many times would you say? Because you were diagnosed in fifth grade. Yes. How many times would you say you've accidentally or, like, oh, how I many how many like run-ins which have you had with gluten sounds? Off the top of my head. I could count, like, four. Okay. But, like, I feel like there has to be more. Right now, since I'm thinking about it, I can think of four times. Was it times when, like, you accidentally yeah. were given gluten? Like, what? Well, like, one time I was having a chicken at, like, a Super Bowl party, and mm-hmm. the sauce wasn't gluten-free. One time I was having Portillo's cheese fries, and the cheese sauce is gluten-free, but they ran out of it, so they were getting a cheese sauce from, like, a local thing, and I knew it looked different, but I was like, okay, whatever, like, they can't change the recipe, Yeah. and I was at school and had the gluten reaction. (laughs) That was awful. Oh my gosh, how old were you? No, senior year of high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was so bad, and when I have gluten, like, my body shuts down completely. Yeah, that's scary. I, like, my mom always says, like, I go numb. Yeah. I cannot walk. I cannot, like, open up my eyes. Mm-hmm. I am, like, profusively sweating. Yeah. My mom, like, I wanted to walk out of school because my mom had to come up to the nurse's office yeah. to help me. My mom wouldn't let me walk mm-hmm. because she knew I'd, like, fall because, yeah. like, I, my body goes numb. I'd get wheelchaired out of the no. school. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> and, like, the nurse had to go into my classroom to like get my backpack uh-huh. and stuff and it's then, like in the bachelor when they like oh get no the literally <laughs> literally because then i had friends that were in class with yeah. me and they were like oh my gosh what's yeah. going on because they knew i wasn't feeling well mm. so they probably thought like it was something really bad and it's just like nope and then within an hour i like got everything out of me went home took a nap because like you're yeah. exhausted from it yeah 
drained took, you. Took a nap, woke up, and three hours later, I was at the football game. Mm. Like, it, like, it's like that, though. It's just, like, in and out. Yeah. You know? Like, and you take all your energy, mm-hmm. but then you're, like, fine. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that then it's just mm-hmm. done. It's not, like, a kind of a lingering yeah. thing. Um, I've also had, in Florida, one time we were at a restaurant, and they mm-hmm. had gluten-free pasta. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, my God, this is the best gluten-free pasta ever. It wasn't gluten-free, obviously. I was yeah. having a reaction. And then my mom calls the restaurant. Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, we see the bag of gluten-free pasta sitting next to the stove cut open. They must have just have not, like, realized, no. like, once they did it. So, like, the pasta that I was supposed to have was sitting there. That's horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. So bad. Okay, so what is your favorite gluten-free snack? Like, oh, obviously, box, not, like, a carrot, but, like... A carrot. Sorry. Like, my mind on baby <laughs> carrots. Um, one thing that I've really liked lately, mm-hmm. I think I bought them when I was with you, maybe the cauliflower, or, um, like, cheddar crackers. Oh. Or, like, um, cauliflower pretzels. from the ground up? It's, is like, a yellow box. Yeah, it's, like, an yeah. orangey-yellow. Yes, yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I've been I think it's from the ground lately. up snacks. Let me look it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like the f- kind of fake little Cheez-Its. Yes. From the ground up cauliflower crackers. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I was right. Yes, okay. that's definitely it. So, yeah, those are super good. Those are good. And that's like the one thing that I could think of that is gluten-free. Because that's a snack. Because a lot of stuff I have, like popcorn, that's mm-hmm. like a normal snack, yeah. you know? Like, But that, pretty sure. I mean, it is cauliflower, mm-hmm. but... You could easily make cauliflower type stuff, not gluten free. Yeah, absolutely. Because you add like rice flour to it mm-hmm. and stuff. So, will you get a reaction if it's like contaminated or? Depends. Like, it's really hit or miss. Yeah. Like, I usually don't like to play with things mm-hmm. being contaminated if I'm like out with friends mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna like be doing stuff that night and like hanging out with people and not home. Yeah. But then when, and look, this isn't, like, good for me at all because at the end of the day is, like, my immune system. Mm -hmm. But if I know I'm just, like, ordering dinner in with my parents and, like, stuff like that, then I won't stress, like, the it's gluten-free, it has to be gluten-free, make sure it's Mm -hmm. gluten-free the way I would. Yeah. Obviously, I'd order off the gluten-free menu and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but I won't, like, be anxious and stress about it as much. Absolutely. So now let's move on to some... PCOS, how about your diagnosis story with PCOS? So, oh, sorry, um, PCOS is polycystic ovaries, ovarian, ovarian syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. So, junior year of high school, I think, yeah, junior year, I was like, my periods are off. Am I mm-hmm. allowed to talk yeah. about Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It is an um, ovarian. I mean, I like, feel like it's fine, but I just won't but like my period cycle was off I was mm-hmm. getting cramps and everything and I went to the gyno and they were like just asking questions and they ran some blood tests or whatever and they're like yeah we think it's PCOS mm-hmm. and I, was, I, don't, yeah. I don't know that. like what is that yeah right and then when they say polycystic ovarian syndrome you're like do I have a bunch of cysts on my yeah, ovaries it's scary. which that's not what it is mm-hmm. at all it's nothing to do with cysts on your ovaries I mean I obviously but like whatever um so I remember like going home, my mom researching it a lot. Like she started to get a little concerned about it, and obviously mm-hmm. when you see someone else, you're gonna get a little concerned. Yeah. Um, and then we went to uh like we did more tests and everything like that. Um, 
and we went to like a specialist in endocrinology. Endocrinologist. Yes, we went to one of those, and they like diagnosed me, and basically they, I just remember them like telling me about it. Like, I remember saying that there's, I get there's a chance for that me to have diabetes a lot mm-hmm. more because of it. It's harder for me to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I gain weight easier, and then they said like, and. It, like, it has a big impact on infertility, mm-hmm. and you're going to, like, you definitely can get pregnant, yeah. but you're probably going to have to, like, take shots and mm-hmm. stuff, and I remember, like, I just, like, yeah. shut down, because, like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you know anything about me, yeah. like, I love kids, mm-hmm. and, like, the thought of not being able to have kids is mm-hmm. something that, like, I really fear for mm-hmm. some reason, which is weird at my age, but, like, I just remember, like, I started bawling yeah. my eyes out. And the doctor was kind of just like, do you have any questions? Because when yeah. you go in there and they tell you about PCOS, they tell you all the things that could happen yeah. and not, they don't tell you how like preventable or mm-hmm. how much of a like yeah. impact what your choices are having mm-hmm. it. And so I'm like sitting there thinking like, no matter I'm not going to have kids one day. Yeah. Like that's awful. I ended up, my mom like drove after the doctor's appointment, we drove back to school because it was like mm-hmm. during my lunch and I couldn't get out of the car because yeah. I was just bawling my mm-hmm. eyes out I didn't go to school that day and like that that's all I remember about being diagnosed and I don't really remember like what the doctor said mm-hmm. yeah I feel like sometimes when that. you go into the doctor you know, it's just like you just kind of black out there well and there's so many like knowing more about like following a, like PCOS mm-hmm. accounts and like learning yeah. more about it so many people say that when your doctors say you have PCOS, they're like, oh, yeah, you have PCOS, like, bye. Yeah. Like, they don't inform you the way that you need to yeah. be with PCOS because it's, it's a, like, a legitimate thing. Yeah. It's, like, having PCOS explained so much about, like, my health and my history. Mm-hmm. And, like, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. And, like, that's what I needed the doctors mm-hmm. to say. So what were, like, some of the symptoms that you had beforehand besides the periods? Without even realizing, I mean, I've always been one to, like, gain weight. Mm-hmm. I always say I'd fluctuate, like, 10 pounds. Yeah. I always would say I will gain a pound eating a strawberry. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, definitely anxiety, depression, huge factors um, with PCOS. I would, yeah, I think mostly the weight. Mm-hmm. And I would always be exercising. I was, like, very active. Yeah. And I just wouldn't be losing weight. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't eat. I remember in middle or elementary school, like, I started to think, like, I'd see all, like, my really skinny, like, mm-hmm. family friends yeah. be eating, like, all this junk at the mm-hmm. pool camp, like, yeah. at the pool snack bar. And I remember thinking, like, I can't eat like that. Yeah. And in sixth grade, I got a journal, mm-hmm. and what I did every day over the summer was write down everything I ate in sixth grade. That's so crazy. And I would highlight the things that I could have done without. But, yeah. Like, if I had half of a Hershey bar after lunch and then ice cream after dinner, I'd be, like, I'd circle the Hershey bar at lunch, mm-hmm. or I'd, like, circle the Hershey bar and highlight, like, half of my ice cream, being yeah. like, I didn't need to have that much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sixth grade. Yeah. It's crazy, like... Yeah. The way that media and, like, just how, like, as women, we perceive, like, I need to eat as little as possible. Yeah. In order to look as, like, desirable as Well, possible. and it, it was also so sh- frustrating because you would see these mm-hmm. people that 
like I, I don't want to say like skinny yeah. like you want to be like that mm-hmm. because like you don't have to yeah. be skinny but but like at that age yeah like, at the like age like to. if you're gaining weight you're going through puberty I want to be skinny yeah every you know? single person and you they're see. eating like yeah. like trash in front mm-hmm. of you and they can't and I'm like you're just like why can't I mm-hmm. do that yeah. like why does my body not let me mm-hmm. and my sisters and my mom both like all of them are so small and so mm-hmm. skinny. And that's, like, what's the most frustrating for me mm-hmm. is having, like, like they don't understand yeah. that I gain weight so easily. Like, some, I mean, my sisters, like, all do, like, stuff now. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to say they don't work out, but they were never as active as yeah. me. Like, especially in high school and stuff. And they would eat, like, so much snack mm-hmm. all the time. And they're still this skinny. And mm-hmm. they're, like, the same genes as me. Yeah. They're the same, like, blood as me. Mm-hmm. So why am I gaining this much weight and like not having the body that I want Mm -hmm. so you said that you follow like some PCOS accounts Mm -hmm. have you been able to kind of connect with anyone in the sense where like it kind of feels like they get what you're going through well there was this one like really big PCOS account Mm -hmm. that I followed and I've like dm'd her asking questions she has PCOS and then her either boyfriend or fiance Mm -hmm. I don't know like I don't know really but he is, I think, maybe a nutritionist okay. or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, he has some thing where they, like, join together. Yeah. Um, and, like, her thing is so, like, informative. And it talks a lot about other PCOS stories. And their, like, big thing, at least from what I've gotten, is, like, normalizing it. And, yeah. Like, it's, like, they're, they would tell stories about how it's not an excuse. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have weight because, like, I'm, I'm not fat because I have PCOS. Mm-hmm. Like, my PCOS makes me, yeah. like, who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I don't know, it's, mo- it's more just normalizing and embracing. Yeah. And they do give, like, health tips mm-hmm. and health, like, workouts mm-hmm. and foods and everything. Um, but a huge part of it is, like, bringing and, like, sharing other people's stories through yeah. that account. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like... I'm, like, glad that the big movement now is, like, your weight doesn't define you. Yeah. Because I felt, like, for so long, especially, I know we were even just talking about this, like, this summer, I felt like my, like, how I looked was everything. So like bad. Exactly. And it was so unhealthy. And there's a saying, like, your lowest weight isn't your healthiest. Yeah. Or, like, your lowest weight isn't your happiest. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's completely true. Like. Yeah. Just because, like, then once you get to that and you look back at it and it's, like, look at all the stuff I gave up on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying, like, obviously don't be active. Like, No, I, Yeah, obviously. exactly. And it's, like, trying to balance, like, that happiness and that health. Yeah. Um, because, like, I gave up so much, like, to work out all the time and, like, to watch what I eat. Like, I never went out. Yeah. Um, and, like, ever saw my friends because it was, like, I'm just focusing on what I'm eating. And so I'm so glad that, like, there is kind of that more, like. I saw something once that was, like, Imagine how you'd be now the first time you looked in the mirror and said, I want to lose weight. Yeah. Imagine how happy you'd be at the weight that mm-hmm. you were when you originally said, I, I wanted know. to lose it's weight. It's so crazy, like, looking back at, like, high school, even high school, like... Oh, I, yeah. I was, you know, it's like, I feel like as women, and I'm sure some men feel this too, but, like, I felt like I was on a diet since, like, freshman year of high school, like, yeah. if not earlier. I felt... I, I mean, since sixth yeah. grade, I've always told myself I need to lose mm-hmm. weight. Yeah. And, like, through the quarantine, I did gain weight. And for me with PCOS, mm-hmm. it, 
these decisions and like yeah. few choices that I made that like aren't healthy mm-hmm. they aren't good for me but like I I was telling my mom like this past semester fall mm-hmm. semester we were like talking about how like when I get back to school I need to make sure I'm eating the way I'm mm-hmm. supposed to with PCOS and exercising and everything and it was like really hard for me this over winter mm-hmm. break to just like have my mom like very going yeah. on my PCOS because mm-hmm. to me she, she doesn't understand yeah you know like she's able to eat her my my sisters are eating like whatever they want all around mm-hmm. me my sisters like wouldn't work out I work out for an hour and a half yeah. every single day like I work hard mm-hmm. and I remember saying to my mom I was like I just I was the happiest I've ever been for a semester mm-hmm. and she said like I mean, love her, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, she was like, that's what concerns me. You're so happy that you're so comfortable with everything mm-hmm. with PCOS. Like, you can't be comfortable doing whatever with your body. Yeah. And, like, I know it came out with, like, a place of concern, but, it, mm-hmm. like, this winter work was so hard with yeah. PCOS. Like, I didn't want to talk about it with mm-hmm. my parents at all. Like, I'm very much, like, let me figure it yeah. out because it is so It is, like, personal. your journey, yeah. And it's so, it's so personal because they don't know, like, the internal. They, mm-hmm. All they see is the outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gained weight. Yeah. They see what I eat. Like, it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's hard. So, you mentioned, like, what you should and shouldn't include in your diet. Like, what mm-hmm. do you strive to include and what do you try to avoid? Um, well, with PCOS, people with PCOS, their body is designed to crave carbs mm-hmm. more. Um... And so carbs have always been something that I've tried to focus on. But at the end of the day, like, you need them. Yeah. So I've tried to make, like, the simple changes with carbs specifically. Like, whole grain carbs mm-hmm. are so much better for everyone. But with PCOS, like, white bread is yeah. awful for mm-hmm. you. And so, like, just making the difference if I'm yeah. buying a loaf of bread. Whole grain mm-hmm. versus, you yeah. know, like, pasta. Like, we when I found the quinoa, like, mm-hmm. thing, I was, like, so excited. Yeah. like... <laughs> At the end of the day, like, I'm a carb eater. I love yeah. carbs. So just, like, right now I'm just trying to find those replacements. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also, like, a big, like, I love fruits and yeah. like, all that type of stuff, too. So it's more just, like, the balance mm-hmm. and then finding the, like, supplements for the stuff that isn't as good. So we got some questions, and I'm just yes. going to – there's some p- potential um, effects of PCOS. Yes. Um, so just let me know if you've ever experienced mm-hmm. any of these. We're going to start with water retention slash absorption. That's a big thing, yeah. So you think you, like, hold on to more water. Yeah, you, you get so bloated. Um, your gut health, have you noticed, like, any – I like yeah, it, it's all impacted. And I'm I can't sure say like, like I've had specific kind of symptoms, mm-hmm. but hair loss. Have you done yes. really? Okay, wait. Hair talk loss a little is more about really that. bad. For, well, you for a lot of symptoms. If you look up PCOS, mm-hmm. they show a picture of like a girl with like a hairy back and a beard, yeah. mm-hmm. which I've always hated, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't want to tell people I have PCOS because yeah. they look it up and they see that. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky where I don't have the excess body, hair. the excess body hair as much. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely do, but that's not a big concern for mm-hmm. me at all. But the hair loss. Like you, like you gain, you have so much hair all over mm-hmm. your body. Yeah. But you lose hair in your head, which mm-hmm. is always so weird to me that yeah. that's how it works. Because you would think it'd be like just one more hair, the other. you yeah. know. Um. But yeah, so I my hair loss has been so bad. 
I've always, like, I've been taking biotin. Mm-hmm. I, like, swear I have a little bald spot <laughs> right here. I try and cover it up. I've never noticed But my that. hair falls out so quickly. My mm-hmm. hair is so thin. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, yeah, I've noticed a big difference. So, back to the diagnosis. Did you take, like, a blood test or was it? It was a few different blood tests. Okay. So, they'll, like, they'll measure, like, all your mm-hmm. hormones through the blood and then, like, through all those numbers, you kind of get a diagnosis, okay, if that yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Like, my insulin was at a certain mm-hmm. number and, like, yeah. stuff like that. Okay. So, like, it wasn't, like, a – it wasn't the way with celiac where, like, this number means you have celiac. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a because of all this, because of all of this, yeah. like, you have PCOS. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to close it out, I like to do my fast money questions. I am trying to remember them. I haven't recorded one of these in so long. Okay, one of them is what is your favorite way to move your body? Okay, so... Would it be dance? Not anymore. Okay, but... Probably before. Okay. I love doing, like, strength workouts, Mm -hmm. but the only way I could get into them is if I do cardio before. Before. You need kind of that, like, I need. I need to, like, be sweating Mm -hmm. or else I'll, like, half-ass everything. (laughs) No, like, seriously. What's your favorite recipe to make? Huh. I've been really into salmon lately. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Which apparently, salmon's not a good fish for PCOS. Really? Why is that? I have no idea. I saw that just recently, though. They said, like, cod's better and stuff. Ooh. Okay. But, like, it's a healthy cod, food choice. So I cod know. is, like, I have a weird relationship with cod. So, we made cod a lot this summer, and I loved it because it's, like, really high protein. Mm-hmm. This is before I went plant-based. But um, it would smell up the entire kitchen. Yeah. Four days. Yeah, and I, even yeah. when we took you out like the didn't want to like go no, to I friends' was, houses no, after. No, I was like absolutely not. Oh god, yeah. absolutely not. Okay, how do you define clean eating? A balance, definitely balance, and the way like like if thinking about clean eating, it's mm-hmm. like the way you feel after it yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely same. You know when you like crave a salad sometimes, mm-hmm. yes. and that salad's like everything you needed. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I feel like that feeling is clean eating. Mm-hmm. But it's different for everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I I love asking that question because also like the cold like diet culture, clean eating can be like skewed in such a bad way. And like I don't think there's anything wrong with like perceiving how you eat as like clean. Yeah. Depending on like your definition of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, last, what's one thing you'd want your followers to know about you that they wouldn't get from your page? I know you don't oh have, gosh. like, a food Instagram or anything. Yeah. But just, like, aside from social media, like, what's something that people don't see? It's going to be, like, legit and emotional, but, like, I, like, I struggle. Yeah. I sh- I've struggled with depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, yeah. my weight, like, I think this is with every media. Yeah, like, social media I'm so happy here. Uh, absolutely. And there's also, like, bikini pictures mm-hmm. where, like, if I were to turn a little bit more mm-hmm. that way, it would not look the yeah. same, you mm-hmm. know? It is crazy. Like, I feel like everyone's so aware of how much social media is a highlight reel, but, like, there's still so much comparison. Yeah. there's. I, I'm aware of it, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I, I still post. And I'm not a big media person mm-hmm. either. Yeah. My Instagram sucks. I know. I never go on my, like, personal yeah. page anymore. Yeah. I, like, sometimes, I, like, post, and I'm, like, I don't remember, like, how to do this. No, right? You're, like, I'm so used to only being on Pleaky. Like, yeah. when I go on my personal, I'm, like, 
That's why you wanted to post that picture oh, and yeah. have it be the caption be something about like tortilla yes. chips because you're yes. so used oh, to like, God, the yes. food and Yes, exactly. I went to go, so like I put hashtags after all my pictures. So yeah. I'll, I'll post it and then immediately, like before someone can comment, I'll post the hashtags. Right. And I post it on my personal and I went to go do the hashtags. I would love if you made hashtags for your personal How account. How funny would that be? I'm also private. <laughs> that, that'd be even better. Like, it'd really just be for... Just for gigs. For the effect. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Ella, let's get back to watching Glee. Yes, cuddling and watching Glee. Yes. Okay, thank so, you. of course.